um, you're just talking about Spielberg and um, I don't want to sound like I'm talking trash, but earlier when you were discussing the concept of a movie like RRR being done as like a straight revolutionary drama epic, you know, mm-hmm. and you were saying how like it's possible in the right hands that a movie like this could be elevated by going absolutely straight and just, you know, making the most epic, incredible, dramatic movie out of it that you could. Um, but then you were like saying, but there's a chance that it could be really dull and suck, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in my head, as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, well, you better hope that like Spielberg or David Lean or someone like that does it and not Edward Zwick. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, if, if David Zwick was doing it, there would be some uh, some uh, white guy. Um, Edward Zwick, yeah. No. But uh, I guess there there was a white woman here that was like uh, playing that part. Tom. Cruise I don't part. think <laughs> I know what you're referring to, and I do not think that Tom Cruise was the the problem with that movie. <laughs> no, no, no. I, but I know that 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 uh, that movie is like a, a big example of the whole white savior thing that people are always upset about, or, yeah. or g- generally just putting the white actor in a movie that's filled with like you know, uh, ethnic, you know, people. I, I'm actually surprised that you went with uh, uh, Last Samurai instead of Glory. You know, well, same Glory's director. A, an example of him being a better filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah Glory is, both of those movies are his better movies, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah I, what are his other movies? I remember, like, basically, he's got a thing about like spoiling uh, very good premises. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd call it spoiling, but I yeah. do know. I recall a, a much older conversation we were having over dinner or something like that one time about how Edward Zwick, I think I, Gil, I think you said it actually, but you were saying how he's good, but he's not, but, but basically in, in someone else's hands, in a a great filmmaker's hands, you could take the same cast and the same, uh, and the same script and make like a, a really amazing film or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I still haven't seen, um, blood diamond i i actually have the we have the oh. dvd of it but i thought okay. watch that but i i saw defiance um, that was with daniel craig right defiance yeah yeah that that defiance. that was that was not oh, a very that, good film that, that's 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 a good example that's a good example yeah. of what we were just talking about because in the hands of someone like spielberg that could be a movie that we would still be talking about today rather than a movie when you said it and i said defiance like with a big question mark after it <laughs> Because yeah. it took yeah. me a minute to remember what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, where, where he broke the mold, I actually think, I mean, I one of his most underrated movies, uh, The Siege. Uh, mm. I mean, that, that movie kind of got uh, overlooked in 1998 when it came out. And then, you know, 9 11 happened. And it was like, holy shit, he predicted this. <laughs> The the but, reason that I I brought that that um, I brought him up was simply because of that yeah. conversation I was just referring to. Yeah. Because of the fact that like, I mean, I do like his movies. I think I yeah. like more of his movies that I've seen than than dislike them. You know, I, I think he yeah. makes good movies, but I do think that once Gil said that, I never forgot that because yeah, in some in a more capable director's hands, I'm just going to go down the list here. Let's say. Uh, Glory for sure, mm-hmm. Legends of the Fall, definitely Courage Under Fire, 
maybe the siege because the siege is pretty pretty great maybe the last samurai definitely blood diamond definitely defiance and i let the the all of those ones for sure that i just said could have been significantly better if they were made by really phenomenal uh directors um the the least the or the less we say about Jack, Jack Reacher two the better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I don't know how we got on the, on that topic. But... I I was talking trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it it is an interesting subject of conversation generally. Uh, like a bonus subject, I guess. Like the whole idea of like. You know, t- tone, like tone in movies is is probably the most important thing. I mean, I, I think a lot of directors like say that Bergman was also very big about tone. Um, I think that's why he said Tarkovsky was like his favorite director, because, you know, because like he was all about tone to 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 a fault. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but yeah, it's it's interesting. But but ultimately, I guess that's what that's what movies are like it's it's all like about the audience like once the filmmaker makes the movie it's it's up to the audience to interpret that and enjoy it or not and you'll you might have movies that that just really work and then others that don't um you know like for example like you think i i just saw an article the other day about donnie darko and uh i was saying something about the greatest david lynch movie that david lynch didn't direct (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's that's true, but it, that movie doesn't make sense almost at all. But but something about it is just so captivating and and just Fantastic works. Movie. Yeah, it's like very enjoyable to watch. And there's a few gimmicky like stuff that's also enjoyable. It's like the slow motion with the music and stuff. Like it just really goes all out. It was kind of like his uh, uh, the way Aronofsky went with with uh, Requiem Re- for a Dream. Yeah that you know that that movie too was all about the tricks and the tone and the you know going for all these things that are just made it such a captivating watching experience yeah. um which is actually weird that he scaled back from that i guess with pie he started with this handheld thing and and then i i guess requiem for a dream and the fountain were almost a departure for him and then he went back to this whole handheld thing that he started with but but it's it's interesting that uh, yeah, like that some directors go for that stuff, and it's and and when it works, um, like in Requiem and like in Donnie Darko, it really works. Even if the movie, at least Donnie Darko, it, like is is meaningless. Like it's it almost like there's all this sophistication ah, to it and the time travel and stuff, but it's it's so like uh, not comprehensible. Uh, but while you're watching it, you're enjoying it. You don't know why, and and that's that's a cinematic experience. You can't you can't fight it. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, you were talking about tone, and one of the things that jumped into my mind was um, because you know, like you said, tone can really affect how an audience sees something, whether they accept it or not. You know, um, my brother, well, I should say my one of my brother's friends and I, um. I remember really loved the Clive Owen movie shoot 'em up, which is a ridiculous, silly action movie, but it's a fan. It has a fantastic self-aware tone to it. And I remember being very surprised to find out 
that uh, one time when he and I were talking about it, that um, my brother walked into the room and was was like rolling his eyes. He really did not like that movie. Like he he just it's not that he didn't get it. He just didn't enjoy it at all. He didn't get he didn't like what they were what they were offering in the movie. And, um, you know, it's just all about tone. He thought it was stupid, you know, and it's just and yet I think many people like me really, really just clicked with it. We were just like loved it.